0: Thank you for joining us today. No doubt about it, God speaks to His children. That gut feeling we sometimes refer to is God speaking to His children through the indwelling Holy Spirit. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. When we incline our entire being to Him, we will recognize the different ways He speaks to us. And when He speaks and we obey, He will order each moment of our lives, and we will be blessed and be a blessing beyond human comprehension. Have Bible pen and paper handy.
1: And Father, we thank you. We sure need a word in the times in which we live. I pray you use me now to preach in the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray against distractions in our minds and our thinking. Let us not focus on what we have to do when we leave Stuff we forgot to do before we came. Help us to intensely engage ourselves attentively to the authoritative word of the living God. In Jesus' name. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Have your Bibles? We began a Sunday ago, last Sunday, uh, in the book of Jonah, a little book in the Bible, and um, we gave you the introduction as it relates to the book of Jonah. And that's how you grow. You grow, but you learn by doing. This is Maranatha Bible Church, and I'm responsible, and I have watch over your souls, and I want to see you grow into Christ's likeness, and that's done through the word of the living God. So be so kind enough at this time to turn to, to the book of Jonah, chapter one. It's a little bitty book tucked in the in the Minor prophets of the Old Testament, and if you just can't find it, just you go on and just surrender, use the table of content, and you'll be okay, okay? Jonah chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3. Jonah chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 3, and there you'll find these words. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. And from this particular passage of scripture, we want to preach this morning, God's commission and Jonah's rebellion. God's commission and Jonah's rebellion. Let's look at verse, verses one and two. God commissions Jonah. The word of God reads, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai. Arise, Jonah, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. As we can see in verses one and two in the text, God's instruction is quite clear. God's instructions, as a matter of fact, is always clear. It is never vague. It is never ambiguous. And it is never fuzzy. Okay? Uh, God gives clear instructions to Jonah. And Jonah understood exactly what God told him to do. The scripture says in verse 2a, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city. And cry out against it. Jonah was commissioned to go to the city of Nineveh to warn them of impending judgment if they did not turn from their wicked ways. In the days of Jonah, the Assyrians were a major military power known as a cruel, violent, and wicked people. God was going to bring imminent judgment upon the Ninevites unless they repented. Thus, the Lord wanted to warn them before it was too late. This was God's purpose for calling Jonah in the first place, that he might go and preach to that wicked city of Nineveh. Indeed, the wickedness of America today rivals that of Nineveh. No need us talking about China and Russia and the Middle East. There's a height of w- wickedness right here in America, and you don't have to look far to find wickedness in our own country. The wickedness of America rivals that of Nineveh. As a nation, the Lord is grieved. At the wickedness in America, as he sees widespread corruption in a nation filled with violence. This nation is filled with lawlessness. America is filled with injustice and drugs. America is filled with murder and sexual perversion. This is a nation where the unrighteous suppress the truth and even exchange the truth of God for a lie. And multitudes have bowed down to the idols of this world system. It was the prophet, that great prophet Isaiah in chapter 5 verse 20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light, and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter? America has experienced hurricanes, floods, fires, tornadoes, the earthquake record-breaking unprecedented cold in winter and heat in summer, not to mention mass shootings in schools, Churches, mass shootings in synagogues, restaurants, concerts, and businesses. Perhaps these natural disasters and the increase of domestic terrorism that are coming upon America with such frequency are signs of God's impending judgment upon us. Like Nineveh, we need to repent and return to God. America has become the modern day Nineveh and is ripe for destruction by almighty God unless we repent. Look at verse three, if you will. Jonah's rebellion. The scripture says in verse three, but Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish From the presence of the Lord, he went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare and went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from, underline that, from the presence of the Lord. My friends, it is a dangerous thing when we willfully defy God's instructions and rebel against him. Jonah's disobedience caused him to leave both his home and his country. He fled on a ship to Tarshish, which is modern day Spain. Verse 3a says, but Jonah arose. Instead of going to Nineveh, he fled to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Look at verse 3. It says, so he paid the fare. Underline that. He paid the fare. Jonah was so bold in his rebellion until he paid to go in the opposite direction. In other words, he was attempting to run away from the call of God upon his life. You know, Jonah was a renegade prophet when he paid the fare to rebel against God and go to Tarshish against the will of God. Little did Jonah know that he was not going to get his way because God would see to it that he was not going to Tarshish, even though that was his plan. Oh, beloved, the scripture says in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, there is a way which seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death.
0: There are so many distractions that keep us from hearing the voice of God. As Christians, we work for the cause of Christ because we are saved and that's good. We must consider, however, that we might be so busy working that we don't prioritize the need to develop a personal relationship with our Savior. Satan is skilled at creating distractions that hinder our desire to seek and grow in our relationship with God who is on our side and desires that we have a personal relationship with Him.
1: Listen as Pastor Rander continues. Now Jonah's rebellion caused him to lose something. His, his rebellion, his, his running away from, from the call of God and what God had called him to do, caused him to, to, to incur some losses. Uh, Jonah lost precious time. Jonah lost his money. And if it were not for the grace of God, Jonah would have even lost his life. Wow. He lost time. He lost money and could have lost his life. I want to tell you something. When you run away from the Lord, God has a way of frustrating your plans. And you will soon discover there is a high price to be paid for sinning against God. Let me just say that again. I want that to get in your mind. Spirit. When you run away from the Lord and not do what He instructs you to do, God has a way of frustrating your plans. And you will soon discover that there is a high, costly price to be paid for sinning against God. What are some of the prices that people pay for sinning against God? Sometimes it's child and spousal support. Sometimes when you sin against God, you end up in prison and incarceration. Oh God knows how to put you in a well, maybe a well. The scripture even says a well, a big fish. God knows how to put you in the midst of tragedy. He knows How to put you in lawsuits. Allow those to come because of your rebellion. Sin can come in a a form of loss of employment. There are people who get big degrees. Still paying on the degrees. Big jobs and then lose the job. Sin can cause you to lose your health. To include STDs. And AIDS. Are y'all still listening? It's gotten quite quiet. I just want to make sure I'm not talking to myself. Sin, sin, sin will cause you. That's a high price for sin. Sin will take your possessions. It will cause you to lose your reputation as we see unfolding right before our eyes in the political arena. Sin will cause you to lose your character. Oh, there's a high price for sin. Oh, you may get by, but you will not get away. Sin will cause you to lose your family, and sin will ultimately cause you to even lose your life. Beloved, sinning against God never works out. On the other hand, when you go the Lord's way, you always get to where you're going and he pays the fare <laughs> he pays the fare. have you ever had God pay your fare have you ever seen God get, give you things at discounts have you ever seen God come through have you ever seen God put a check in the mail that you wasn't even expecting uh, God, God, God give you a raise or put you on a job that you're not even degreed for and God knows how to pay your fare know, <laughs> isn't God good He gives us that which we don't even deserve. I've seen God time and time again pay my fare. I want to tell you something. Anytime you disobey God, from that point on, you are going downward. Now, you need to write that down. That that is so uh, tremendous. Anytime you disobey God, from that point on, On, you are going downward. You see how you know that? Because of what the scripture says. It's right there in the Bible. It's in the text. Verse 3b says, Jonah went down to Joppa and he found a ship with with his rebellious self. Going, going to Tarshish verse 5c says but Jonah had gone down into the lowest parts of the ship he, didn't, he went down low Jonah chapter 2 verse 6 eight says, also says I went down to the moorings of the mountains Jonah went down down Down, down, pose a question to you. Why do God's people choose a downward path? Some of you are going down. Some of you are down and you don't even know you're down. Why do God's people choose a downward path in life? Number one. You are headed downward when there is an inability to hear wise, godly counsel from those who love you most. But nobody can tell you nothing. Your mother can't tell you nothing, young folk. Your husband can't tell you anything. Your wife can't tell you anything. You're headed down. Your pastor can't tell you anything. Your Sunday school teacher can't tell you anything. Listen, God has a way of giving you some hard lessons. Jonah had to learn his lesson the hard way. But I submit to you today that all of your lessons don't have to be hard learned. When I look on television and see all the stuff that people are going through, I don't, you know I don't sit around and say, "That's good for him, that no good rascal, that racist or that this and that that. he got what he deserved. He makes me sick, I'm tired, he got good. I'd never, never, never do that, even if they deserve it. I put myself in their place and say, "How would I want to be treated if that were me, huh? And then you know what I said so when I see p- persons in those kind of predicament, particularly all the stuff that's unfolding before our eyes, instead of me just ripping a person apart, you know what? I say, Lord, teach me lessons that you want me to learn from this. Instead of me just, I mean, I know it is something bad. I know it's wrong. I'm not taking up for I don't know them people. So don't get, don't, don't say I'm taking up for anybody. I am not. I'm just giving you spiritual principles so you can bring your blood pressure down. <laughs> I don't know them people. I don't know them, I don't know them at all. So I said, God, what are you teaching me? I want to learn something from their mistakes. I don't want to do that. I want to finish well. So teach me something out of this that will make me a better pastor. A better preacher, a better husband, a better man of God to the glory of God. You see, you are headed downward when there's an inability to hear wise, godly counsel from those who love you most. Proverbs eleven fourteen says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. But in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Secondly, why do God's people choose a downward path? Number two. When there is an absence of humility in your life, you are headed downward. Pride comes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. You become prideful and sometimes you are not even conscious of your own pride. You can be full of it so long until that defines who you are. Proverbs twenty nine, twenty three says. A man's pride will bring him low. Pride will bring you low. In other words, pride will bring you down. Pride will wipe you out. I want to finish well. If I'm going to finish well, I have to guard against pride. I don't have time to be taking uh, trying to figure you out. I got enough work on me to deal with. I got enough work on me to take me to heaven. Okay? A man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. God honors those, elevate those who are humble. Uh, why, do, why do God's people choose a downward path? Some of you under my voice, by radio, internet, wherever you are out there, uh, right here, uh, you have chosen a downward path. And you're headed to destruction. And I'm asking, and, I, and I'm pleading with you today to put on some holy brakes. Stop for your own sake. Stop for your life's sake. Stop for your own soul's sake. Before it's too late, come to your senses. Thirdly, why do God's people choose a downward path? Like Jonah, you're headed downward when you willfully harden your heart toward God and rebel against His instructions, when God tells you to do something, you don't. I'm not going to do that. I'm not. I'm not going there. I'm not going to give that. I'm not giving my tithes. I'm not coming here. I'm not coming here tonight for the Lord's supper. I'm not going to come to Bible study. I'm tired. Yeah. Ah. And you headed down. You headed it down. It's all about you your way or no way. Like Jonah, you're headed downward when you get hard-headed and and rebellious. Isaiah chapter 30 verse 1, I love that verse. It says, ah, look at it, ah, stubborn children. I wonder are there stubborn children in the house of God. You got a Bible, you raised in a Christian home, you're a Sunday school teacher. You're a counselor. You're in a music ministry. You're a nursery ministry. You buy, some of you got Bible degrees and going to Bible school. You have a you have a wonderful, rich spiritual heritage. How do you manage to be rebellious in in the midst of all that word? Jonah was a preacher. Think about it. He was a spiritual leader. Jonah was a prophet. Jonah was called by God, and yet he looks God in the face and says, "I ain't going, and I'm going to Tarshish." <laughs> God sitting up there on the throne. <laughs> God laughs at him. Look at him with little pouty self. Does he know what he's doing? Okay, if you want to do that, I'll just just move some things around and shake up his life and he'll never be the same again. Does God have to shake up your life before you come to your senses? It says, all oh, stubborn children declares the Lord, underline this, who carry out a plan but not mine. Woo. Carry out a plan but it's not for me. And you know, church folk, not saved folk, but church folk are good at carrying out plans that are not of God. They get political in the church. They scheme in the church. They ply in the church, they throw rocks and hide their hand in the church, you know, they text and they email and they group me and they uh, do little things underneath subversively to shape the minds of the people because of their influence in the church. They have a plan And if that plan is not from God, then who is it from? It's not but one other person, and that's Satan. And some of you can allow Satan to use you, and you've been used by him so long, you don't even know he's using you. Satan uses saved folk, he uses religious folk, lost folk, he uses old folk. Intellectual folk, ignorant folk, poor folk, rich folk, say no cow. He says, oh, stubborn children. Are you stubborn? You just you not you not you not right till it's your way. You tap the church because it's not going with the way you think it ought to go. You can't make the adjustments." To the vision and plan that God has called the pastor. All stubborn stubborn children. Declares the Lord. Who carry out a plan. But, but not mine. Number four. Why do, why do God's people. Choose a downward path. Listen. Many saints take a downward path. Because their thinking is so low. And small minded. That's why. Their minds are low. Their minds are small. My friend, you cannot advance any higher than you're thinking. The greatest
0: gift anyone could ever receive has already been given. Jesus paid the price in full. He loves us so much that he desires a personal relationship with all who surrender all to him. We have direct access to our Lord and Savior through the indwelling Holy Spirit. We owe Him everything, yet the gift of salvation is free. Don't waste one more second. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas 78109 directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.